Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. I need to do a quick non-sequitur real quick. I heard, uh, I heard Justin Shackle's update. Do you have that play-by-play? This is who I don't follow. Obviously, I'm not a big tennis guy. Dominic Team is his last name. Team, TM, TM. What's the matter, Tom? You you upset with me? I'm just curious where this is going. And do you have the audio? I just want to hear the audio of this because whoever drew the short straw here to do this play by play of Dominic Team versus Novak Djokovic. Just listen to this. Make it a smart choice. So instead of eating two or three donuts, if you want to try a couple, maybe splitting them in half, sharing them with family or friends. Audio, radio, Roland Garris. He says cross court like four times. Where else is it going to go? I know the guy's doing the best he can. Tom, do you understand what I'm saying here? Like, I yeah, can't imagine how hard this job is for this fella. Yeah, no, tennis play-by-play <laughs> is absolutely the worst. It just sounds impossible. But typically, when you're in a rally, you're either hitting back across court at each other or you're hitting oh up the line. God. There's two angles that you hit it at, oh. so it's kind of yeah, it's kind of tennis so he, play-by-play parlance he, as ridiculous. He could have said he could have said up the line, right? Oh! But they were just smashing at each other across the court, back and forth. Over okay. And over. Yeah. Like you could say the two-two down the third baseline, fair. Like, like th- but there's so many places you can hit a baseball. Right. But if you keep hitting it to the exact same place, it's going to get the same description. <laughs> oh my! God. It's just a lot more common in tennis. Like that's how rallies work. <laughs> you either hit it back to the same place it came from, or to the other side of the court. That's and I don't know your, any other way to choices. do it. Like. You have to call, and we'll get to the NBA Finals here in a second because uh, I got an, I got an idea for Joe Lake. But you basically have to call every single thing, don't you? Yeah, like you you're have describing to call everything. Every... You're you're the listeners' eyes and ears. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like it's it you're you're playing it, and it's it's too fast paced to even play a clip. Like that's how fast paced this is. The screaming in the background makes it even more panicked. Oh, my gosh. Like, if you're the BBC, all right, we got cricket today. We have seven-on-sevens rugby. We have Champions League soccer. And uh, we have the French Open. All right, draw straws for who you guys got. You have the French Open. Good luck. Hit it again. Make it a smart choice. So instead of eating two or three donuts, if you want to try a couple, maybe splitting them in half, sharing them with family or friends. You see how it ended with the big forehand up the line? I, I, uh, I could totally follow what was happening there. He actually did a great job. Like, I'd rather dig a ditch than do that job. A Audio, one. radio, Roland Garris. I, I, I'd rather be a cleanup guy in the Valley than do that job. That job, it seems impossible. Good for that guy for being able to do it. 855-2124-CBS. I just noticed these. Don't tell Justin Shackle no one's listening. We're listening. I'm paying attention to that. Uh, going back to the final, and I keep getting a bunch. Uh, people keep bringing up the injuries with Steph Curry. 
I got it. When we're talking about all, I'm not talking about this series just in this series. In, in technically, yes, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Clay Thompson was banged up for Game Three. They kept him out. Now I still wonder if they were playing the long game with Clay Thompson. They felt they could get over it with Clay Thompson, so they decided, well, we'll we'll rest him here, and then we'll be able to bring him back for Game Four and Game Five, and probably be able to close things out. I wonder if that was the case. Now. Steve Kerr, I don't want to put Steve Kerr in a different predicament. I know Steve Kerr has done that type of thing before. I would like to say that Steve Kerr does what he can to win a championship. I wonder if that's an insult to Steve Kerr. We'll have to find out more towards the end of the series, more as the day goes on. That's an interesting thing to me. But when I keep hearing consistently, I'm not talking about why they lost the game last night. I'm looking overall. And when we bring up the all-time greats, the NBA has caught up with the Splash Brothers. The NBA will do that. In 2015, this was something that was different. This was something that was scary. Charles Barkley hated it. Daryl Morey was learning from it, trying to anyway. Charles Barkley hated it. Analytics, three-point shooting, it was an insult to someone's basketball acumen. Now, it's the way the NBA works. It's the way college basketball works. And you look at a lot of high school games around the area, it's the way a lot of high school basketball works. Guys who can shoot threes are in high demand. Before... A player like Draymond Green was called a tweener and couldn't get minutes. Now Draymond Green is supposed to be an inside-out threat for a basketball team. 2015 changed that. But 2019, five years later, the NBA can be a quick study. They've caught up to that. What the NBA will never catch up to is dominance. Kevin Durant is dominant. Kevin Durant is out. But if I put Steph Curry in that pantheon of the greats, and Kevin Durant is one of those guys, of Michael, of LeBron, of Kobe, of Magic, Larry in 86, Shaq, those guys. Being able to take a team, throw them on their shoulders, and go with it. I'm looking more towards Kawhi than Steph. Yeah, Pascal Siakam's great. And what Serge Ibaka did last night, and and thank God that Tom reminded me of this because I wrote it down in my notes yesterday, and he's right as rain about it. Usually when you have these games on the road, your bench tends to go away. It's, a, it's an oppressive atmosphere, loud, usually hotter than usual. You have all these people on you. Your bench or bench players usually for a reason, they tend to go away. To be able to get 20 on 9 of 12 from Serge Ibaka, that's an incredible performance. That's, that's Andre Iguodala stuff from back in the day. Now you're asking more of Andre Iguodala, but I have to ask more of Steph Curry. So you're giving me the truth. But I'm telling you, for the future and for the history of the game, and maybe I'll end up being wrong about Steph Curry, maybe that many people just love Steph. For the history of the game, we won't remember it that way. We put all-time greats up there for a reason. Because they've been dominant. They've been able to will teams to victory. There's been storybook behind them. I don't get that with Steph Curry in the NBA Finals. I've never gotten that with Steph Curry in the Finals. 15, 15 was 15. Were you the dominant force? No. 16, you lost. 17, 18, you had Kevin Durant. 19, you might lose to Toronto. You don't have Kevin Durant. And before this series, you can't tell me that that storybook was going, well, they don't have Kevin Durant. Here are the Splash Brothers. This was supposed to be the feel-good feeling because this series was supposed to be the leap. This wasn't supposed to be the end of the dynasty. This series was supposed to be the jumping-off point for the Golden State Warriors where we're back to business, we're back to the way we are, Kevin Durant's going to go, we're done with the drama, we're done with the craziness, we're back to the way things were. The three guys who are doing it better than ever, better than ever, and Steve Kerr. 
us back together again, going to the new arena in San Francisco. Everybody's feeling good. You're down 3-1. That's not a good feather in the cap for Steph Curry. And it makes me feel if they lose on Monday, if you're Joe Lacob, I don't know what parking lot you hide in because you're going to be in Toronto. I, I don't know where you go. You got to get on the phone with Kevin Durant and you got to beg him. Because, again, the rest of the NBA is catching up to you. I don't think they're going to be able to catch up to dominance. And you're trying to extend this as long as you can. There will be a law of diminishing returns with Kevin Durant. He's approached 30. There will be times where he will be banged up even more. There will be times where where people will be upset. And I kept hearing over and over. And Tom knows this better than anybody else. I spent time here during the winter, Saturdays, trying to tell the tale, trying to make the case. Your best interest is not in in New York. People are mean. It's fast-paced. It's angry. The West Coast is nice. Good weather. People are laid back. They're usually pretty hospitable. Unless you talk to some of the media, then they'd say that, nah, Kevin Durant's never been one of those guys. But if you're Joe Lacob with the way things have gone, you get on the phone and you give them the power of the locks. Money, power, respect, you can have it all. And everything is on the table. Everything's on the table. You can't touch Steph, you can't touch Steph Curry. You can't touch Steve Kerr. Everything else is on the table, including somebody else. Hit the audio. And I heard you tell Kevin Durant he can have whatever contract he wants next year. Yeah, that was just for the media. He can't have anything <laughs> like that at all. Mid-level. Yeah, mid-level. <laughs> Behind closed doors. It's because I think story. last year you told Steph he could have any contract he wants, too. Yeah. So, Well, yeah, that was different. He, well, he's, he's been here from the run, you know, the way before days. He's earned it. <laughs> the Warriors cohesion right there. So much that's chemistry. When, that's when it began. The first Fisher. Hey, those guys who were there from the way back days are down 3-1 to Toronto. Whoa! Woo! If you're Joe Lacob, you say it's on the table. If you want him fired, I'll fire Bob Myers for you. We need you. I know Tom's shaking his head. I know Brian's shaking his head. I know you're driving shaking your head. Players are always going to be more valuable. They're always going to be more important. Kevin, if you want it, we'll make it so. You can't let go of Steph. Steph is still supposed to be the leader on the team and has been the leader of the team. I I know I've said some things that have insulted your intelligence, you think, throughout this morning. I'm still not that crazy. Draymond Green, head case, a bye bye We'll save money there. We can bring in one of your other guys, too. Clay Thompson? Ah, he was just hurt. He can still he can still be a nice microwave for you. A nice Vinny Johnson, but better in a lot of ways. Bring back Clay Thompson. Kevin, can we bring back Clay Thompson for you? You put the ball in his court. Joe Lakeham needs to call him up and tell him, we'll do what you need. We'll do what you want us to do. If you stay in Golden State, if you become a long-term member of the Golden State Warriors, you will have more championships. You will take over as the reigning player in the NBA. In fact, you probably already have. Physically, with your dominance, with how great you are, this thing is not broken. You could be the one to get this thing done. We need you. You saw it in the finals against Toronto, Kevin. We need you. I'm willing to offer you the max. I'm willing to offer you whatever you need. I'm willing to move whoever you need, with the exception of two key people that are going to be key for you. I'm willing to do any of it. Joe Lacob needs to say that. And yes, that includes Bob Myers. Move on from any of them. Because this is proving it to you. And it's a breath of fresh air, thank goodness, because now it gives a better chance towards the flyover cities, the other cities, even though Toronto is one of the biggest cities in the world. It gives one of the the chances to the non-quote-unquote big-time NBA markets. So it's good for everybody else, but for Golden State, you need to look at this going, they've caught up with it, 
We still need the firepower of Kevin Durant. We still need the one piece that in the NBA Finals, guys can't touch because he hasn't been touched in the NBA Finals over the last couple of years. Now you can't put him out there and you see what's happening. It's amazing how quickly the narrative changed. Against Houston, against Portland, oh man, the Splash Brothers are back. The way things used to be, now you're begging Kevin Durant to come back. And frankly, Joe Lacob should do the same. You go anywhere else, the expectation is there, the heat is on. You go to the Knicks, they haven't won a championship since 1973 and Dave DeBusher. You want to deal with that? You want to deal with those guys yelling at you every single day? The media coming after you every single day? God forbid you sign a short-term contract. You sign long-term here. This will be your team. The fans will believe in you. You'll be the catalyst for them winning. They're learning that right now. They're begging you to come back every single day. Kevin, listen to him. Now, I know on KNBR right now, they're, they're doing a financial show because they don't even want to talk about it. But I'll tell you right now, they are begging you to come back. They want you to come back. They say, Kevin, please, please, we, we forgive. please forgive us for what we said. We'll get rid of Draymond Green. He had another tech last night. We'll get rid of Clay if we need to. Bob Myers, forget about him. The guy who shoved Kyle Lowry, be gone forever. We'll get rid of all of them, Kevin, for you. You have one last chance to do what is right. Because your system in 2015 was new, exciting, different, was a killer. The NBA's caught up. The NBA can't catch up with absolute dominance. And that's what Kevin Durant provides. Kevin Durant is your punching bag for your fan base and has been that way for your media. Has been a guy who, yes, has gone into embarrassing arguments with people on the internet and has created fake Twitter accounts and probably has to seek some therapy to help him out with some of that stuff. But what Kevin Durant does is he takes all that and he turns it into finals MVP performances where I can't say anything about him. But in the first hour of this show, I was yelling like a madman against Steph Curry and putting Kawhi Leonard over him in every single facet of that game and every single possibility in the finals. There's one guy who can who can justify that and can take that and change that, and that's Kevin Durant. It is not Steph Curry. 855-212-4CBS. Take your calls when we come back. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. You know Steve Kerr is up on that day is going, shut the bleep up. And I'll, I'll clear it up. I'm not firing Bob Myers for this. This You've been to a bunch of finals. I'm pointing out that if they lose this finals, you need to beg Kevin Durant to come back and stay with you and stay long-term and, and make a life in Golden State to, to change the narrative for the fan base. To get the fan base on his side. If he signs long-term, they'll come to his side. He's the most dominating force that they have. If he's on this basketball team, it's not a 3-1 series. I I can't say that they'd be up 3-1. Can't say that. That'd be irresponsible to me. Might be 2-2. You would have a better shot. I'd still say you're winning this series. But if Kevin Durant was on this team and healthy, it would absolutely be different, and we all know that. What Joe Lacob needs to do as the, I believe, operating owner, I know they've got like 15 owners, well, they're going to have one less coming up here soon, but as the operating owner, Joe Lacob needs to, if they lose this series on Monday or they lose this series in general, Joe Lacob needs to do what Draymond Green did back in 2016. Get on the phone, get your, t- get your tissues out, start your sniffling and start your crying and beg Kevin Durant to stay.
beg him to stay. And I mean that, underline that. And I know Marcus Thompson has written, they don't know whether or not Kevin Durant's hurt. Okay, here we go with more excuses over here. Let's do more to throw Kevin Durant under the bus because we all just assume he's leaving. And he might well be leaving. It might very well be true. But instead of doing that, you might want to prove that you have some of the good things and better things for Kevin Durant. You can take the team and make them yours. You go to New York. New York's a cold, mean place that they haven't won since 1973. And there will be a ton of pressure on you. And he's actually, and while people don't believe this, he's responded well to pressure. Not off the floor. He's been an ass off the floor. I'll guarantee you that. But on the floor, he's two-time finals MVP. People screamed cupcake in his face. He's a back-to-back finals MVP, and this year, they're down 3-1 to Toronto. They need him like crazy. And let me specify, with that joke by Bob Myers, I'm not firing Bob Myers over this. I'll just point out, if I'm Joe Lacob, if they lose this series, I call Kevin Durant, I offer him anything he wants, I offer him any other thing he wants as well. Steph Curry needs to stay. Steve Kerr needs to stay. Those are the only two people that need to stay with him. If he wants Draymond gone or Clay gone, bye bye We'll we'll make hay with somebody else. If he wants Bob Myers fired, if he wants him fired, I'll fire him in front of everybody. I'll have my own parade and fire Bob Myers at the end of it for Kevin Durant because the league is caught up to the Splash Brothers. You can't catch up with what Kevin Durant does on the floor. And this series has proven it to you. Golden State can't catch up with what Kawhi Leonard's doing on the floor, with what he's doing to put other guys in better positions. That's what Kevin Durant has done for you in the NBA Finals. And I know the Cavaliers were hot garbage last year, so maybe it's not apples and oranges. I'll grant you that. But again, if Kevin Durant were in this series, would it really be 3-1? Would Klay Thompson be shaking and moping his head in the fourth quarter? Now, yeah, you can blame it on an injury. That's fine. But to mope as a professional, as a three-time NBA champion, in the fourth quarter when you're trying to make a comeback at home? And possibly the final game at Oracle, and you're moping at the block with 4.56 left to go? That ain't a good look, buddy. Not a good look, professional. Not a look. Not a good look, all-star. Not a good look there. Kevin Durant changes that perspective. Let's go to the phones. Craig in Lansing, Michigan. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, Ken, man. Uh, dude, I got to tell you, man, I was telling the, the guy you work with, uh, you know, I hadn't watched the NBA seriously in over 10 years because I got soured on, on that cheating ref thing years and years back and just kind of was a casual watcher after that. But this have you guy, called Kawhi me and Leonard, said that to have you called me and said that to me before? I think you have. Most about likely, the refs. But, yeah. Go but, ahead. But, but, the, Go ahead. but the thing about it is, I mean, the thing about it is I also didn't like the brand of basketball. It wasn't as fun to watch. But this guy, Kawhi Leonard, man, his team – that brought me back. I mean, I love watching them play. They do a couple things that other teams don't do. Uh, they don't complain about the calls as much as other teams. They do a little bit, but not as much. They, I mean, 23 of 24 free throws, nobody does that. They do that, but nobody else. I mean, you know, t- to be fair, Golden State mm-hmm. is also one of my favorite teams to watch. So this is like a dream series for me. Uh, well, wait a minute. You it, said you didn't watch it in a dozen years, Craig. I, I, I well, just you know, busted your stones. Go ahead. I, I know, I know, man. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, to come back – and seriously know, hey, I'm going to follow this all year long next year because of Kawhi Leonard. I'm going to follow because I love watching him play. I mean, he, he doesn't you know, cry for the ball. He lets the offense work through his team. But when they need him, he comes in. I mean, that team is so fun to watch. He sits out the first part of the fourth quarter, and they don't even lose a point. In fact, they almost gained. They were up 15 or 17 points, mm-hmm. came back down to 12. So that's when you know, man, 
this, this Golden State team can't handle this team because they can't even gain points when the number one stud's on the bench, which goes to show you how solid that team is. I mean, they're more than solid. Uh, it's a great you know, point, Craig. Make, it's a great it, point. Thank you, man. And I tell yep, you what, Craig, uh, I, I, to go on a great show, man, you got a great show, thank, man. I really thank enjoy you, Craig. it, dude. Thank you for and, the call, uh, Craig. Go ahead. And Oh, I was just going to say, the Raptors have won seven of eight, and they didn't just do it against bum teams. They've done it against the defending champions and, I think, uh, the MVP. So, I mean, to get down 0-2 against the Bucks and to rip off seven of the next eight games in that situation is just so impressive. I, I haven't seen anything like it in a long time. And, Craig, I thank you very much for the call and the kind words. You're not going to make everybody happy because there's people here who are listening in Canada right now. And thank you very much. There's people that, well, Ken, give everybody else credit. I, I am giving. I'm giving Pascal Siakam credit. I'm giving Kyle Lowry. As much as Kyle Lowry can deserve, I'm trying to give him credit. I'd love to give him a little bit more. Serge Ibaka, 9-12 shooting and 20 points on the road as a backup. That cannot be overstated. That's an incredible moment. But you go back to the first quarter that was sloppy as hell. It looked like Golden State was going to run them out of the gym if it weren't for Kawhi Leonard. So when Kawhi Leonard puts in that performance and they're down six at the end of the first quarter and they're able to make up for it in the second quarter, other guys are able to calm down. It's a 2-1 series. You've embarrassed them in Game 3, and Golden State came out for blood last night. Golden State wanted to win and win with gusto. And if it weren't for Kawhi Leonard in that first quarter as the leader, as the alpha, as the all-time, possibly all-time great if they're able to finish this up, if it weren't for him, probably last night tells a different tale. But Kawhi Leonard's play in the first quarter gives way to, all right, Pascal Siakam's able to relax, play 41 good, solid minutes. Marcus Saul's able to give you a little bit of time. Danny Green had a couple of nice rebounds, and he only had three of them, and you were able to mention, you were able to see two of them, because I think two of them came on the offensive side. And especially the one in the fourth quarter that elongated another, another big possession for them where they were able to go back down and score was still another moment for Danny Green. These are chances where guys start to relax as they go through a game. They don't get that chance if it's not for Kawhi Leonard. So I, I give them full faith and credit. Absolutely. Full faith and credit to the Toronto Raptors as an overall team. But what I'm seeing Kawhi Leonard do is remarkable. And it starts with that first quarter yesterday. 855-2124-CBS. More of you guys coming up. And also, the five teams in the NFL with the most pressure in 2019. And if you do this, you are an a-hole. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-2124-CBS at CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. It's brought to you by Geico. I got great news for you. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. 15 minutes. You can save 15% or more on car insurance. One hour from now, James Herbert. He is a Canadian. He is a fine man. He'll join us at 1240 p.m. Eastern. We'll talk NBA with him. There's obviously this isn't the only criteria that would make you a jerk. But yesterday was National Donut Day, and I was kind of clicking around the internet during a break in, in our show, in our weekday show, and a reporter here locally in the city that I'm in posted a video of an interview she did with a dietitian. And it's National Donut Day, and this is what the dietitian said, courtesy News 5 Cleveland, go! Instead of eating two or three donuts, if you want to make it a smart choice. So instead of eating two or three donuts, if you want to try a couple, maybe splitting them in half, sharing them with family or friends. 
Can you do that again just for everybody there? Because uh, it, it, it has to be repeated to really make it sink in what she's asking America to do. Instead of eating two or three donuts, if you want to make it a smart choice. So instead of eating two or three donuts, if you want to try a couple, maybe splitting them in half, sharing them with family or friends. That's audio courtesy of News 5. That's a, a woman, that's a dietitian whose aunt ended up calling us up because I went on a crazy rant. And Tom, you can jump in. Brian, you can jump in on this. Uh, I know it's a Saturday and not a lot of people are actually, maybe you're working, but you're maybe working in an environment that's not necessarily an office environment. If you find yourself in an office environment and there are donuts that are offered to you. Now, this, again, is one of many criteria that would make you a jerk. But if there are donuts offered to you, eat the whole donut or don't eat the donut. If we're talking about cutting them in half, first off, I don't, I, I'm not a germaphobe, but I don't need your filthy hooves touching the donut getting your hands all over the donut to either rip apart or you cut it apart. Now you have to bring a fork and knife and bring that and get that involved into it. And really, what are you saving? Are you really saving on the calories? Are you really saving on that? Were you really going to have a heart attack and that saved you from being having a heart attack, you fat ass? Is that what was really going to take care of it, huh? Well, I was going to have a heart attack. I was on death's door, but I only had half a donut. If I'd have had that whole donut, I'd ended up in hell and dead. No, that's not the case of it. And by the way, if you're already a fatty, people already think you're a fatty, so don't even eat half a donut. Because if you eat half a donut, trust me, from experience, if you try to eat half a donut, they're just going to wonder why you didn't eat the rest of the donut. And by the way, me, even as a fatty, who's eating two or three donuts at a sitting? Do people do this, Tom? Do people eat two or three donuts at a sitting? Three donuts um, in a sitting? Three donuts? Yeah, if you let me. That's an exorbitant sum, I think sir. people eat two donuts in a sitting. I think that's I relatively I think two's common. even pushing it. And this is, again, I know what I look like. No, there's a reason why, Ken, that no one actually eats two or three donuts in a sitting. Why? Because you're not going to walk into Dunkin' Donuts and if you're going to buy, if you're planning on buying yourself a singular donut, you're not going to walk into Dunkin' Donuts and buy yourself two or three donuts at a time because then you look at the ultimate fatty. And if someone buys donuts for the office and you go to get a donut, you're not going to keep going back up for a second or third because then you also look like a fatty. So there's never really an occasion well, where you can eat two or three at a But second. why are you splitting it in half? I don't want your hands no, touching it. that is it. for the morons of society. You can't Thank do it. You you're ruining the donut. Much. You're ruining the donut. Nobody's yes, touching you your leftover half donut that you left behind. And, and you what just you do, threw it in the garbage exactly. but left it in the pile with everybody oh, else's donuts. Real quick, tell me your favorite donut. Boston Prominent. Boston, ooh, Boston cream. Okay, uh, uh, Brian, what's your favorite donut? Chocolate glaze. Chocolate glaze, fine choice. Boston cream donut. Now, a Boston cream, I don't know if people are going to split that. That's the your favorite, one. Tom. So that's a that's a little bit off the beaten path. I'll give it to you, but you're an interesting fellow. So I should have seen it? that coming. I thought it was the most uh, obvious choice. I don't think so. I think a lot of people probably pick glaze. I'm a cho- I'm a double chocolate guy. With yeah, a cake a donut, glaze. Yeah. You think most people pick glaze? Like that's like yeah. a, a plain donut. No, I, I, a lot of people like a glazed donut. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right with the Boston cream. What I'm pointing out is that most of these people, you're taking. You guys know exactly where I'm going. You're taking the best donut that you can find. You're not doing this with an apple fritter. You're doing this with the best donut that you can find. You're cutting it in half. What you've done is now that donut, while it was at first. Maybe one of the top three donuts in the box. Maybe was the Ohio State. Like, there's there's Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. Maybe it was the Ohio State out of the box. Maybe it was the Alabama one, and you're a real a-hole out of it. It was the best donut in the box. You've cut it in half. 
What that donut is going to do is going to sit in that box until the very bitter end. Who is taking half a donut that somebody else has touched that they don't know who has touched, by the way, who is taking half a donut out of all the other full donuts? Who's doing that? Nobody's doing that. If you do that, I'm not calling you out by name, and I'm sure it's a woman named Karen who does it who's watching her figure, quote-unquote, or a guy named Mike who's on his 18th diet, and now he's going to try the Atkins next, and then after that he's going to try Kato or keto, or whatever it is. Obviously, I'm a big dieter. It's going to be one of those guys, and they're going to do that, and what you've done is you've ruined the donut, and really you've ruined the experience. I don't need to know if your paws, your filthy, disgusting paws that have been touching touching tables and desks and keyboards before all of this have been touching a donut, and now you expect me to eat the other half? And then play the audio again. She says, split them between friends. Just because I know you doesn't make it any better. Hit the audio again. smart choice. So instead of eating two or three donuts, if you want to try a couple, maybe splitting them in half, sharing them with family or friends. I bring a box of donuts. I share those with family and friends. Here you go, son. Here is your donut. Here you go, Liz. Here is your donut, and so on and so forth. I don't cut them in half and put my filthy sewer hands all over the donuts. Ken, can we just take time to save society, too? Lord! Next, next time you buy a, a box of donuts for a group of people, just get a bunch of really good flavors. Stop getting the stupid flavors that no one eats. The people that come with the apple Which ones strudel, are those? No one's eating the apple one. Oh, that's a decent donut. No, the blueberry you have one in there. Get no, a bunch he's of right. chocolate, no, get a bunch uh, of Boston Brian's cream. Brian's right. Brian, Brian's right. Brian is totally right about this. Enough with you, the nonsense. Enough with the Because you try stuff. to throw in, no, because you're pressured, you try to throw in too much variety, especially if there's a line around you. I don't like, need I've good been variety. There, I've been around for lines, and I've been in trying to do the donut math out of this, is that, like, there's a small place that's in the town I live in, which is about 22 miles outside of Cleveland, okay? And I went in there on a Sunday morning, and I didn't realize that it's every person for themselves. So there is only so many donuts that they had on the shelf. And there were a couple, like, they had double chocolate. Well, they only had so many of it. The woman, like, give me two glaze and the rest double chocolate. Well, she almost cleaned out double chocolate, and it was right in front of me. And I'm thinking, that's an a-hole thing to do. What if the person behind me wants some double chocolate? So now all of a sudden I'm thinking, well, I can only have, exactly. But I don't think that way, and people don't think that way. But it's the same. But as the, I think the, Brian's right. It's the same as the office pizza party analogy too, where someone's always got to be the annoying person in the car. Like, let's get a pepperoni. No, get plain so everyone will eat it because that that pizza. That's the person that winds up eating one slice of the pepperoni and then the pie sits there for the rest of the day. Tracy on Twitter, I'd eat it. Germs don't scare me. Okay, don't come to me when you get syphilis. <laughs> All right, I'm just letting you know. Don't do that. If you get VD because of the donut, don't come to me. Do you think about like, and you have work friends? Look, just look at where you're sitting right now. Especially at this place. Look just at what you're touching. Exactly. Here. You touch keyboards, and especially in what you guys do, like there's plenty of people, different people using the keyboard every day, the same keyboard. I mean, this Desks. is actually what happened yesterday. By the time oh, I got here, so gross. By the time I got here at 11:30, the donuts that had been here in the morning, there was a box that was left. 
I opened it up. There were two half donuts left, and I said, I'm not having a donut today, and I closed it and walked away. That's, that's you do, exactly you, what you, happened. How many half donuts were there? There were two half donuts. It's a waste. It's a freaking waste. And tell Jay Berman and, and Sean Mraz, especially Mraz, it's a you, you're not saving it. It's, you a know, it's a total Mraz move. It's a total a-hole, I'm the only person in America, Mraz move. Because he actually feels like by eating half the donut, I'm saving myself. I, you're I'm, not. You're, you're not. not. Go all in. Could you imagine? Could you could you imagine that? Just think about this for a moment. Like, say, like most of us, like I imagine I'm going to have a massive heart attack in my bathroom and die behind the behind the door, inaccessible to the paramedics. More than likely, that's how it's going to go down. Okay. But we all envision death. How do we envision our deaths going? Not that like way. George, like George, but in, in, in honestly, how do we do it? We we all envision our deaths like George Washington, right? We're on a bed. Our families around us. We're saying our finals, good, final goodbyes. Goodbye, son. Goodbye, wife. Goodbye, friends. I'll see you on the other side. In the words of Ozzy Osbourne, do you think right before you see the pearly gates or the fiery rings of hell, you go, "Boy, thank God I saved on all those half donuts." Hey, I'm never going to taste donuts again. And within a matter of days, it'll be ashes to ashes here. Once they either burn me or bury me, thank God I had all those half donuts. St. Peter, Ken, we were going to send you to hell, but uh, it seems here you have several half donuts. You're a better person than other people. You really took care of yourself. Oh, you died of a massive heart attack. Yeah, but you, you still took care of yourself. You get to go to heaven. That's not how any of this works, folks. It's not how any of it works. If, you, if you're going to do it, don't eat the donut. Don't eat the donut. Go home and have a whole donut at the end of the week by yourself. Treat yourself. Because that's what you're doing. You're only you're only making your feelings worse. If you have half a donut, think about this. If you have half a donut, you're going to want the other half. That's going to make you more irritable because you're going to want the other half. Why can't you have the other half? Because I'm on this freaking diet. Well, Jerry next to me, God, he can just eat anything he wants. He is the kind of person that can eat two or three donuts. He doesn't gain a pound. Why does Jerry have things better than me? By the way, Jerry got a raise. Where was my race? Where was my promotion? What about me? What about Ken? What about this over there? Then you're just a worse person overall. You're happier actually not cutting the donut in half. Or just eat the whole donut. It's okay. You can have a whole donut. I'm not going to think any worse of you than I already do. Trust me. There's plenty of people who work with you who are annoying, horrible people to be around. Them eating a full donut doesn't change any of that. Tom, you know I'm right. America, you know I'm right. When you're right, you're right. You're damn right I'm right. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Do I even have time to do the five teams that have the most pressure on them in 2019? No. Should I take a call? Yes. Just let me take a call. James in Indianapolis, if you eat half a donut, I'm hanging up on you. Go ahead. I will kill the person who eats half a donut. It's a little strong. I would rather talk about them behind their backs, but go right on ahead. (laughs) And by the way, it's like going to an all-you-can-eat buffet and having diet soda. Yeah, who uh, you're? Who are you fooling? Okay, you get the two double quarter pounders. You get the diet coke. Okay, that made up for it. Right, right. So I I feel you. And one one quick thing about dirt and grime. Right, let's get rid of bathroom sinks and put them on the outside of the bathroom with lights and a alarm on the pad. That if you don't wash your hands, the alarm goes off and they take a picture and put you on Facebook for everybody to see. I'm tired of people, dirty animals as they are, come out for number twos even, and not washing their freaking hands. Uh, they should be shot on sight. 
Shot on sight. All right. James is called for public execution. We thank you very much. Go ahead. Go ahead. What were you going to say? No, sorry. I just want to make sure I didn't hold you up there. But, uh, okay. That's fine. Number one, I I called your show uh, before the series, uh, and the other show on your station, I said they would win. I called the show yesterday, one of your other shows, and I said that they're going to win by 10 or more if one thing happens. Kyle Lowry has eight or nine assists. And if you watch every game – I think after the series is over and they win the championship, uh, that you're going to get a contract extension for Kawhi Leonard right away because Kyle Lowry is exactly the point guard temperament, you know, the way for uh, for Leonard. I think that Leonard's going to stay, and I think you're missing how important Kyle Lowry really is. Well, I think a lot of people expect Kyle Lowry to be a scorer. And maybe, and honestly, James, maybe you end up being right about that. And thank you very much for the call. Maybe he is a facilitator and maybe he's perfect for Kawhi Leonard. Because I've expected Kyle Lowry to be a scorer. It's been asked, he's been asked to do that in the past, and he's really failed in the big moments. Maybe he is more of a facilitator. So, James, in the long run, maybe you're right about that. If Kawhi Leonard stays, say, and I didn't want to get into a big thing about Kawhi Leonard staying because it it's almost feels like it's disrespectful to what's going on right now, and we can talk about that at other times. But if he does stay and he mentions that as a reason, that's a perfectly viable option. I think you could be right about that. 855-2124-CBS, some NFL and... Kawhi might not be good for the NBA brand, but he's great for the rest of us. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.